We want to address the ultimate question today, the big one. Often we're so scared of the answer, we don't even want to go there. But hear me now. You have nothing to be afraid of. Nothing. Beloved, you really need to hear and take in the answer to the question, what does God really think of me? Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? Well, hello and welcome to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We are so glad you're here. My name is Robert Cottrell and I'm here with... Susan Cottrell. Hello, just, everybody. Hello, everybody. Everybody, we're going to... we like to thank everybody. Jim, Debbie, but not... Um, <laughs> anyway, don't forget to subscribe, follow if you would, and share on social media helps us out a lot. We'd really appreciate that. And do connect with us at freedhearts.org. And check out our resources, especially the Beloved Adventures. That's really our core resource. We have a Beloved Adventure called Radically Included, which goes through and gives you 49 plus passages on why the Bible is radically inclusive. And we have a, uh, an adventure, a 21-day mama bear adventure. We have a 21-day uh, adventure to free your heart, a 21-day beyond dysfunction. And we have... Stuff for parents, stuff for LGBTQ, and then one coming out soon this summer, 25 days of Harry Potter. (laughs) It's a wizarding, (laughs) beloved adventure. It's going to be awesome. It's to reclaim the Harry Potter you love, and we'll talk more about that. Absolutely. Yeah, so today, so again, thanks for being here. We are very grateful, profoundly grateful that you give us this time in your lives. Today, we want to address the ultimate question. And often we are so scared of the answer that we don't even want to go there. We don't even, we, we, we do things to distract ourselves, to never really have to think about this or address this. But hear me now, we have nothing to be scared of. Our hearts, our lives, you know, we really need to hear this and take in the answer to the question, what does God really think of me? Especially when we're told that we're fundamentally unacceptable because of who we are or who we love or who we affirm and that even God doesn't love us. (laughs) The truth is God has never been disappointed in you or mad at you a single moment of your life. You hear that? God has never been disappointed in you or mad at you a single moment of your life. The church, on the other hand, <laughs> you know, so this, our heart, you know, we, we, we started Freed Hearts and it was really focused on parents and that very quickly expanded as, as our, our journey expanded and as we deconstructed, our, our heart is really to share that, that process of deconstruction for those of you out there who are doing the same thing. But our heart for LGBTQ was really... Um, really crystallized in a, a moment in Austin, Texas. And we have some friends, a couple, two men, who met at the Stonewall Riots, and they've been married uh, or together ever since. And uh, they fought for gay rights all these years. They're, oh my God, they're successful. They're handsome. They're wealthy. You know, everything, all the things. And yet now, when they should be just enjoying the fruit of their labor and in this time, they're, they're older, older couple, one of them shared with us that at nighttime, he still wonders, what does God really think of me? 
And that, when I heard that the first time, it just broke my heart because nobody needs to stay there. If you're having that thought, don't be afraid of the answer. And he stayed there for so long, I think, because he was afraid of the answer. That's not okay, you know, and I don't want that for you. I think it's common and you don't deserve it. You don't deserve to be there, to stay there. So we're going to talk about that today, yeah? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing worse than that. I mean, what God thinks of me, even if you're not religious, the, the ultimate spirit being source of the universe has an issue with me. That's like the fundamental flaw of you as a person. If that were true, then you're not worthy of anything. You know, why would anybody, any person love you? What is your life even worth if the creator whatever that of is, the universe, whatever, whatever that, is. that is, doesn't love you, has an issue with you? That's Especially, it's not like yeah. an issue because I eat too much pizza, which, by the way, there's no such thing as eating too much pizza. <laughs> but this, oftentimes, for many of you out there, it's the issue is who you are. You know, I mean, yeah. who you are. So, yeah, that's a big one. Again, it's, sometimes it's the ultimate question. I know for men, sometimes we feel the reason we so want to please our fathers and things like that is, is that we just feel completely inadequate in every way. And that kind of ties to that is we just don't, you know, so that it's the ultimate question. What does God, the creator, spirit, universe think of me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go do ahead, I, no, no. It's right. Exactly. It's like, do we even have a place in the universe? Like if God kind of shakes God's head at me, then what what place have I? Oh, well, there was a woman who was so afraid of God that she broke up with her girlfriend and she wrote me and I told her to press into what the true God has to say, not what church or family have to say. Those things are often very, very different. Totally, totally. (laughs) Well, she emailed me back and I loved what she wrote. And so I asked if I could share it. She said, yes, it's her back and forth conversation with God. And I thought you might enjoy this. She uses male pronouns for God. I don't, but I'm going to use them here as she did and just read her email. So this is all in her email. She said, Susan, it's me again. I'm slowly losing fear. I did this meeting, God exercise meditation thing, which I had suggested. And I believe God spoke to me. I just fear that it might not be him. And instead, Satan or the deceiver or the enemy. Here are some of the things. Number one, she heard, you've been waiting for a no from me, right? On your relationship, then no. And she said, I went, oh. And then she heard, no, it's not going to be a no. It's a yes. Build a life with her. Raise those kids well. You know, I love that it was like, you want to know? Okay, no. Just let her absorb that. And then like, (laughs) no, it's not a no. It's a yes. And then she she continued, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's and then, beautiful. Yeah. That, yeah, and then build a life with her, raise those kids well. And she said, I cried so hard because I felt his presence. Mm. I just hope it is God that I'm hearing. Did you hear the fear here? She felt God's presence, and she's afraid it's not God she's hearing. You know what? <laughs> that's so revealing, because why is she afraid it's not God, because it's a message of unconditional love and acceptance. Doesn't that seem totally bass-ackwards? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, and she's been conditioned by the church, by her church, that God is not accepting. So now she's confused and, and thinks it's Satan, as if Satan would say, 
yes, you're good the way you are. Satan yeah. doesn't say that if they're, you know what I yeah. mean? Say, I'm not talking about Satan, but you get the idea. If there were, it wouldn't be that. <laughs> okay, number two, I will be there on your wedding day. And she she stopped. She was like, what? To whom? And the voice said to Maya. These are not real names, by the way, not their names. Um, and that was the partner that she felt guilty about having. And the voice said, I'll be there with Father and the Holy Spirit. And number three, you weren't born just gay. You were born with a higher capacity to love. Wow, that's beautiful. That's amazing. Yes. And then number four, take care of the kids. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was like, what? Our dogs? <laughs> and the voice she was hearing said, your future kids. And she said, why are you telling me this? To give you hope. And have it crumble when it doesn't happen? I wouldn't say something that is bound to fail. She said, I want so badly to hold on to it, but I still am a little fearful. I fear that I'm trusting myself too much. I think trusting herself is what she hasn't been doing, she said, but I acknowledge that God is sovereign and, and won't let this happen if it's not true, if it's not good. Fear of the enemy interfering, fear of myself, fear of making it all up. I would love to hear your thoughts now. <laughs> you know, one thing too, you mentioned this here, but you can, just a reminder that you can trust your heart. Mm -hmm. That still small voice. Yes. The word tells us that the spirit... Your heart, that voice, the leads Bible us, tells us. Yes, yeah. yeah, it leads us in all truth. So trust your heart. Trust your yes. heart. Yes, and remember what I've said on here before. That verse in Jeremiah. This is the hardest deceitfully wicked who can know it. The actual word is the heart. The heart is deep. Who can know it? Mm. Completely different. Yep. You see, maybe an agenda in the editor's change there. Yeah, we, talk, okay. we talked about some things about how, and we'll get into this in a future episode, I think an entire future beloved adventure, but the modern translation of Bibles, it's like a game of telephone. It's a translation of a translation of an edit, of a forgery, of a translation of an edit, of, of, of an edition, of a translation of an edit, and on and on and on and on and on. So yeah. with many times, most times, a lot of times, changes made, decisions made, complete additions or forgeries made, with a specific purpose of, of uh, shoring up some sort of agenda or argument or message they were trying to do at yeah. the time, like in this case. Yeah. I mean, like some 12th century scribe I can just see is copying it over and says, the heart is deep. Well, let's say deceitfully wicked. That would get people to be more obedient. It's like... Well, exactly. People, of course that happened. We know, we know like historically that happened in many ways. But anyway, because in okay. the system, if your heart, if you can't trust your heart to lead you, then who do you trust to lead you? You trust the religious leaders to yes. lead you, and that's that's a problem. Yes, which Jesus said are the least trustworthy. Are the least trustworthy. So yeah. anyway, okay, okay, that back was a track. little bit of a rabbit trail. That was All a right, good we're one. back it's a good on the rabbit. Like rabbits. Little <laughs> white rabbits. But I, here's the thing: bunnies. I love I like that bunnies. She, <laughs> no teeny bunnies. I love that she got this answer <laughs> from God, from Spirit. It's, that's what she went for and she got it. I wrote back and I said, Maisie, that's a miracle. You've been asking and asking for God to speak beyond the fear. And now look, it's exactly what you asked for and profoundly more. Absolutely beautiful. It is not Satan. This is God's peace and hope and love. 
I'm so happy for you for pressing in and listening. I love how the answer was, you want to know? Then no. <laughs> because that's, that's what you were believing. But then to say no, it's not a no, my beloved. It's a yes. What a cute way to see, to say, I'm going to say yes. If I'm going to say yes, then you're going to have to be able to hear it and believe me. So you've been asking God to make this clear. I wrote her, and now God has made it clear. And so now you have to embrace it. Otherwise, what was the point? I said, I think the biggest part of God's job is getting us to believe in the love we're hearing from God instead of the fear we've internalized. Wow. I think that's what most of the prayer, most of the word from God is. Mm. Can you say that again? Yeah. That I think the biggest part of God's job is getting us to believe in the love we're hearing from God instead of the fear we've internalized from people. Mm. So bask in that love. Yeah. You know, God is so much bigger than we ever think. If God is love and God is love, Mm -hmm. then that will always be bigger than we think, you know? Love is always bigger than we think. Yeah. And the coolest part... Unless it's not really love. Excuse me. Is the more you (laughs) relax into that flow of love and bask in that, the more peace you feel, the more certainty you feel, the more love you experience. And naturally, the more that that fear, that internalized fear, that false teaching, that fear will fall away. Yeah. Yeah. And she received yeah, how did she how did she, she received everything I said and she wrote back the next day and said hi Susan I she, like she received it all and then she wrote back and said hi Susan I woke up with the fear again today thinking it might just be my imagination and not God please keep me in your prayers <laughs> okay I said I will but here's the thing fear is really freaky it keeps creeping up but you re- must remember in the dark what you learn in the light. God is good. God is great. God is love. Just keep saying, remind me of everything you showed me and protect me from my fear. Mm. And keep listening. That fear was poured into you, shaken down, poured in some more. It'll take a bit for it to calm down and drain out. But you've removed the plug by going directly to God and by hearing what you did. So this is new and unfamiliar territory. But God loves you and is here for you. The more you press into what God who answered you, into what God said, the more real that love will become. You are finding freedom. Nothing sweeter than God's unconditional love, which gives you a place in the universe, gives you a place in your life here. And to teach that God would offer anything less than that is blasphemy and gaslighting and victim blaming. And the ultimate dysfunction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so for you, again, you may be over this conversation. You, you may not be wrestling with this and you know that you are beloved, that God loves you unconditionally no matter what. He's got your picture on his fridge or on her fridge and, and it's all good. And that's great. That's awesome. I'm, I'm so happy for you. But if you have any, any of, of that little nattering that pops up, then face it head on. It's, this is, it's safe. You got to trust us here. This is a safe thing to press into, and you'll find peace. Yes. And all you told, I mean, really, all you told Maisie to do was sit sit with this God. Yes. This God that she that she's been made to fear. Yeah. And say, um, God, God, I need to hear from you. Am I okay? 
please yeah. set aside what others have taught me and yeah. just you tell me. And then yeah. and, and then just and listen. Listen and then trust what you heard. Yeah. And not make God say it 400 different ways yeah. and still revert to the fear because you can't move forward that way. Yeah. God is love. And you can stay nestled in God's love and let that love chase away the fear. You know, and I said to her, for you to break through and hear the love of God and the amazing word God gave you of encouragement about your future with Maya and children, wow, that's a stunning revelation. I'm really happy for you. Keep pressing into it and it will grow stronger. You're drowning out an old, tired, fear-based conversation that has no business with you. Those around you won't agree with you, but they don't have to agree with you. It's not their business. It is stunning to me how people weigh in as if they get a vote. They don't get a vote. They think they get a vote, but you get a veto. (laughs) It's like if you marry somebody and your family continues for years to say, you married the wrong person, you never should have married them. You get to say, stop, no more. We're done with this conversation. You get to stand up for who you are. Well, you might wonder, if you're right, shouldn't you be able to convince them that you're right? Shouldn't it be self-evident to those around you? And if it's true what you're saying, shouldn't, you know, what you're hearing, shouldn't they be able to see it too? No, no, that message was for you. If they were ready to hear it, God would probably tell them too. And they have to approach God themselves about themselves on that, you know, and really it's not their business at all, but but yeah. if they have a question about how God feels about them, that's between them and God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, the story of the Moses and the burning bush. Do you think other people saw the burning bush? Or Moses talked about it later and they were like, oh, yeah, I get that. No, they <laughs> thought he was nuts. And now, here's the thing. If you were dealing with their rational brain only, they might be able to see it. But you're not. You're dealing with their irrational fear brain that doesn't listen well, just panics. So don't freak out if this fear will continue to rear its ugly head, maybe for a long time. It was a long time conditioned in. It's going to be a long time, maybe, to replace it. But you just say to your brain, thank you for sharing, but I'm good now. God has told me, you go back to sleep. (laughs) Just say, shh, we're safe. We're safe. Believe it or not, saying shh to that reptilian part of your brain will have a physical calming effect on your body. You can just let it go. You deserve the love that God wants you to know you have. So let it in or else what can, who can help you? If you hear it and you can't let it in or you're afraid it's just you making it up, it's not, why would that be? Sometimes, you know, you hear a speaker and they'll say, they'll have that line, If you take one thing away from my talk today, let it be this. Well, if you take one thing away from all of our podcast episodes and all of our blog writings and everything that we do, that one thing is that you are beloved. As you are, you are beloved. Please don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Life does not spring from fear. God is not a God of fear. Shh. Be at peace. You are beloved. We love you. You're worthy. You matter. You belong. We love you. We'll see you next time.
Bye. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Cottrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner. And you can find out more about her at heystsinner.org. Please share this, subscribe, and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.